How much time do you want for your progress? progress. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Clatter Chatter on Things That Matter, the podcast that is intellectually engaging, theologically reflecting, encouraging sociologically, imagining ways in which we can live. Thank you for spending this short amount of time with us. We promise you that you will not regret a moment of it. Shout out to Trevor Smith and B.J. Herbert for commissioning this fantastic music to get our minds going on things eternal, positive, and fulfilling life's purposes. Dr. Hayes, today is Tuesday, May the 3rd, 2022. It's been a while since we have connected. I think the last time we had our podcast was right before the Good Friday event. And we have had the resurrection. And we are in an interesting time and space. Come on, let's greet the people before we... Share this little sound bite today. Come on, Dr. It's Hayes. good to be back with you. And um, a lot has happening, happened and is happening. So we got a lot to talk about. What, what's on your mind? Well, I know that we are in the throes of primary election season. The primary elections, for some, they start to vote next week. Uh, mm-hmm. I know in the state of Nebraska, there was uh, a... Uh, a candidate who's running for governor who, if you didn't know any better, you would have thought that it was uh, number 45. Um, and so, and, and, and then to see the staging was just amazing. I think I saw more black men with, with locks behind the optics of it was just um, disgusting is not even the word, but anyway, it was kind of, let me just say it was interesting. I want to use my, my academic words. It was interesting. I'm not going to go to the expletives yet. Although I might have to act like Isaiah. I come from a foul mouth family. I might have to say some things for emphasis, but let me just say it was interesting. And so next week for many States is a Tuesday primary election. The primary election is for those who would then be voted upon in, in the November election for governors. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, the primary election from political parties that have more than one candidate running for, say, U.S. Congress. This is the primary to see who would be the premier candidate based on the body politic. Uh, that would then have uh, either a Democratic or Republican contender. So, so we need to vote. We need to vote. We need to vote. And and it's not time to sit back and say what well, ain't nobody doing. You get out and vote. And and we hold our elected officials accountable. We are in a Democratic Republic that is based on taxation, and we should have representation. And I'm only saying that because. The federal society, they've been intentional about not necessarily who's going to get elected, 
to Congress. That's important. States, the U.S. senators, U.S. House of Representatives, even the president to some extent. But what the federal society has done, and this is a group of people who are trying to um, politically sway the Supreme Court, because the U.S. Supreme Court is the only branch of government from the executive, legislative, and judicial branches. The U.S. Supreme Court, the judicial branch, is the only branch that is elected for life. They don't term out. They, I mean, position, they, they are not elected, they're confirmed. Exactly right. Excuse right. me, Dr. Hayes. But the, the politics of the confirmation, mm-hmm. who confirms them are our elected senators, members of the Judiciary Committee. Then they go before the United States Senate. And we, we saw with our most recent uh, uh, appointee that will be confirmed this fall, uh, the Honorable Katanji Brown Jackson. We saw the games that were played there. We saw how vile um, uh, U.S. senators didn't even wear a tie, which is part of the appearance. It was like, in your face, we don't care. How childish, how immature that yeah. is to, to politicize everything. And so here we are today where allegedly a report was leaked, a draft opinion of Justice Olito, who was appointed, I believe, by George W. Bush. Olito, I remember his confirmation. Many people don't, not as nerdy as I am, but when Justice Olito was confirmed, guess who was pushing the envelope for his confirmation? The Reverend Jerry Falwell. Oh, yeah. The religious right were pushing because they wanted a justice that would uphold or disband, disband not uphold, but uphold uh, uh, right to life that would, that would disband Roe v. Wade. So this just didn't happen. Justice Olito was confirmed in the early 2000s with this platform. As a matter of fact, I believe his confirmation may have been 2004. 2004, something like that, with a particular platform. And so now the courts are stacked with justices who would perhaps not necessarily overturn the rule of law that is the law of the land based on the judicial system. But at least for those who are simple-minded, think that they have such power to overturn the law of the land. So, Dr. Hayes, this is what I'm saying. Okay. Mm-hmm. Roe versus Wade. That is, that is the law of the land. What scares me as a black woman in America is if some foolish people on the Supreme Court decide to repeal the 13th Amendment or the 14th Amendment or the 15th Amendment or the 19th Amendment. We know that acts can be repealed and replaced. We saw that played out with the Affordable Care Act, colloquially known as Obamacare. <laughs> that act has been repealed and replaced so many times that it's going back to this its origin of offering affordable health care in the marketplace, health marketplace. But what scares me is our Voting Rights Act. It's just an act. It's not the law of the land. It's not constitutional. Our Voting Rights Act could be eliminated. 
and the Voting Rights Act of 1965 gave black people, in particular black women, because remember black men got the right to vote in with the 15th Amendment, and then Jim Crow grew and grew up and had children, and and then we we had that era. This was post Reconstruction. Then we had this this uh, uh, white women got the right to vote with the Nineteenth Amendment, but we got to act after the Civil Rights Movement of nineteen sixty four. A year later, we got the Voting Rights Act of nineteen sixty five. And every year, every ten years, our voting rights have to be reauthorized every yeah. ten years. Mm-hmm. My mom and daddy didn't get to vote until three years before I was born. And here I am, 53 years old. My right to vote might be rescinded just based on who's in Congress, uh, who's not only in Congress, but who's on the bench of justices. And so yeah. today, somebody leaked something. I don't know if it was a leak or if it's political fodder or if it's, if it's, a, de- if it's a deflection or a distraction. Or a way for us to get really sensitive around the issues. I, I, I don't. I, I kind of shudder when things get leaked. I think it's intentional. Come on, Doctor Hayes, and I'll play this soundbite. Come on, talk back to me. Well, I'm sure it was intentional on the part of whoever leaked it. Uh, <laughs> I think it, somebody wanted the the world to know what was coming down the the pike. And um, we suspected it, but this just confirms the direction in which the court plans to go. So it gives, it sounds an alarm. It gives pause for us to get our ducks in a row and do what needs to be done to override it. I don't think we're going to stop it, but um, the bill in the, in the Congress uh, that is gone to the Senate needs to be approved by the Senate for women to have uh, the right to determine their own bodies. This is what we're pushing now. Uh, The vice president was on this afternoon, sound an alarm as well saying we have to fight and we have to get up and do what we need to do i I believe that we need to vote i'm not but i don't have i don't i don't give a lot of weight to to votes we have to do it i'm not saying we shouldn't vote but i'm afraid they're they've messed with the votes so badly and that even if we vote we have to be vigilant about whether or not our votes get counted. So there's a lot at stake here and uh, a whole lot on the line, democracy itself. And it, we, it won't change unless those of us who know better, you know, really get up and do something, especially tell everybody we know what's really going on. Yeah, it is. Um, I just don't know what to do. I mean, I, I, I get a little nervous when, once again, women's bodies become volleyed, um, like women can't have agency over our reproductive organs. Um, and it, it's like, how do we get to, how do, why is this an issue 
in this nation? Well, you know, I would be borderline uh, conspiracy theorist if I told you what I really thought. But hey, what the heck, why not? Um, I think that men don't like sharing power with women. And I think that this is a ploy to pull women back out of the, the public sphere, out of places of power. Uh, they're not going to move this generation, but the next one, they can certainly manipulate their rights and liberty to the extent where they'll be excluded from the seats of power and decision-making in the country. I think all of that is at stake. And uh, you talk about taking the country back. Well, that's that's where they want to go, not only uh, back beyond post-reconstruction, but uh, to the place where women really didn't have rights. And um, because this hoopla about the, you know, it was black women who, who put Biden over, helped him win his race. That that's a lot of power given to women and black women. And one is the vice president. There's that. That wasn't supposed to happen. They've got to put a, they've got to pull this thing to a screeching halt before it gets totally out of hand. And uh, we know that, that women are in the majority. They can't like that. So I, I think I think it's an all-out uh, assault on groups of people who are coming to the forefront, who are taking places of leadership in this country uh, and places of decision-making and places of uh, voice. This is the main thing. When women find their voice (laughs) and they speak up, um, it's a little different from when men find theirs because the thinking and the critical nature of how women do what women do far exceeds that of most men. And they don't know how to, you know, when men don't know how to deal with women intellectually, they get physical. And they begin to exert their physical strength. Um, and, and certainly they have enough inclination to use their power to control. That's one of the major things that men tend to do. They want to put you, bring you into submission and put you under control so that you won't get in the way of whatever it is that they want to do. That's just my woman's view. Well, Dr. Hayes, as you opened up Pandora, and I believe that was a a woman from Greek mythology, when Pandora opened the box, there was the panacea and the the healing of, of the land. So since you've opened up Pandora's box, and 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 we've got the the panacea that offers a way for healing uh, the land. So let me just say this: so so the the demonizing of Eve didn't work. 
Because, you know, folks just didn't believe that story, especially with the redaction that's found in the third chapter of Genesis. First, you got the first chapter that says at the same time, the big G-O-D created. This is in a monotheistic tradition, Judaism, Christianity, Islam. First, you got it. First chapter of Genesis, 26 verse, 26 through 28 verse. It says the big G-O-D created at the same time, simultaneously, the, the male and female. And then, then like the third chapter, we got this man going to sleep in a rib, like it's a, you know, barbecue rib going to be pulled out of the side. And then you got, whoa, man, that story, the third, it was always troubling to me because even if we see from a scientific perspective, no man has ever birthed anything. And there has never been a replication of a human popping out of a rib from anybody No animal, no mammal, no human, no nothing has had that story. So it just doesn't make sense. And what would be the reasoning for that? What would be the reasoning? Exactly. So, so the only God could create male and female at the same time. Yeah, equality, equity, not one over the other. And the story says in the imagio day, in the image of God, and so the image of God is not. Physical, it's never masculine or feminine, it's spirit. And so this thing about demonizing Eve from the patriarchy that has become part of a canon and have built, built doctrinal beliefs around suppressing of women in, in the ecclesia, in the community, keeping, keeping women in the margins for whatever reasons, for being unclean. We ain't going back to that narrative. I don't care. I, I keep talking about my little three-year-old great niece. She got the attitude already like, I wish you would. She just got out of diapers, but she is so bodacious and bold and brilliant can't nothing stop that power it's like she is the culmination of of every strong woman ancestor that has ever walked this earth whether it's biological or by osmosis i mean that head she's that showed i mean she is she walks with that power and i promise you we're gonna keep that little girl and so many who are coming forward with this power because they have lived, they were born in a pandemic and been wearing masks over their little faces trying to struggle to breathe. So this Ruah, this whole breath of God is so powerful and it just troubles me. I don't want to feel so passionate, Dr. Hayes, but I get so upset. You and a lot of other women, oh. we are upset and men too. We are upset at this attempt to withdraw freedom and liberty in a country that brags of being free. To to take back a right that has been extended. Do 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 you realize how serious that is? And why we have to have this, why does this even have to be a law anyway? It's my body, it's my damn choice. It didn't, but it was a sign of progress from from male domination. It was a sign of freedom for women. And that's what I'm saying. Once you extend freedom and then you take it back, now that's when people really get angry. Yeah. It would be all right if they never had known it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's the same, it's the same way with any other human being or any other group of people. 
that once they have experienced freedom, they'll never be satisfied without it. So it reminds me, Dr. Hayes, and I I, I play cards. I love playing spades. I'm just going to call it out for what it is. So if you say, if you got a hand and you, uh, and you, you know, you, you, you on purpose know you got the suit in your hand and you decide you're going to cheat and you're going to draw another card while you holding your Trump card. And then later on in the game, you play that Trump card, you lose three books because you have reneged. Now, I don't know where the origin of that term renege came from, but I don't really like it because I think it might be a derivative of, you know, the N-word. It could be. That's how they play these little games. I don't know. I remember telling my younger sister that don't ever say that word because that came from the it's N-word. It's just the sound of it. It's just the sound of it. it, it I don't want to have no PTSD going on. But if you, and then, and, and then when you renege, you lose three books automatically. So you, you're pretty much set up to lose the game, but you got to play real hard. So I'm saying that to say it seems like the United States is trying to renege yes. on the books, the hands that were dealt to try to be equitable and fair. And now all of a sudden you're going to pull, Lord have mercy, you're going to pull out your joker that was 45 Trump card, the joker, but it didn't have no power. And now you still trying to play the trump card by playing these little games. I'm telling you, the wicked will cease from troubling. I believe that they can go as far as they want to go with this bullshit. It's going to come back and hit them hard. Because we ain't going nowhere. If, and, and the thing that's troubling to me is these mealy mouth white women who are either so liberal or so conservative that they don't even have the estrogen or the fallopian tubes or whatever it is that makes us strong and say, I wish you would. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. If It's the essence of Sojourner Truth who had to say, no, man, we're not going to play this. And black women going to have to do it again. We're going to have to do it again. They are think, so afraid of us. I think we're up for it. We're up for it. We're ready. For it. Look, like what, what of, Tiffany had to say, we're ready. We're yeah, ready. ready. Because I, I, I don't see going back. I don't see that. I don't see that. Um, and, and the only way they can do it is by nefarious means. And that's the critical piece. That's what really, um, they're not doing it in any kind of just way. They have just come right on out and show their whole hand that of what they plan to do. And they're going to try to execute it. Now, if we don't cut them off at the pass, we're going to be in big trouble. It's like playing but the I game think, of space. I think women in America are going to be like the like the Ukraine with Russia. We're not fixing the we're not fixing to go back. You say that we're ready to fight. We are and soldiers. We will fight to the end. Yep. We'll fight to the end. Yep. It's like and, that song. Uh, go ahead. No, I was just saying he they've 
they have un, they have messed with the wrong people. That's all I can say. What you say, and not only that, we know what prayer will do. Prayer with action, and when we start the well and women, we're on the wall. We ain't playing. The song they used to sing in my mother's church. We are soldiers in the army. We have to fight, although we have to cry. We -hmm. have to hold up that blood-stained banner. We have to hold it up until we die. So many have died. For us to sit back, I think about Dorothy Height, Mary McLeod Bethune, Mary Church Terrell, Shirley Chisholm. You name it. You go down the line. Coretta Scott King. You go down the line. It's like uh, Lena Horn, for heaven's sake. You go down the line. We can, Hattie McDaniel, go down the line. We ain't playing. Your mama, your grandmother. My mama is still in the fight. Great-grandmother. Grandma, are you kidding me? We ain't playing. We ain't had the luxury to sit back and wait for somebody to take care of us. Come on, Holy Ghost, with your quickening power. We believe it. It was Mary Magdalene at the tomb. Ready to anoint the deceased, crucified Jesus. Onless woman there. Onless is a southern word. I don't know what it means, but I think it I means the only one. The only the one. one. The only <laughs> sister up in the house. And she was so full of herself, she couldn't even recognize Jesus. But she was going to take care of him. Taking care of business is what we do. Don't play. So y'all keep on playing. Keep on leaking. Keep on whoever leaked it. That wasn't no accident. We know it. Oh no, it wasn't an accident. Stay woke. No, no, no. It was, it was, it was what we say, it was a natural um outworking of the thing that's been in process for a long time. That's how leaks happen. There's a leak in this old building. That the that the apparatus has just been worn out. Yeah. And uh, that's what the Supreme Court is worn out. Bunch of old men trying to reclaim a past that is long gone. That's all I can say about it. And uh, they went out and found a little old timid white woman with a bunch of children and uh, who obviously, you know, believes that that's probably her primary role in life. She snuck out and got her some law degrees and did some other things, but she still doing that other. She's still doing that original wife and mother. And it's nothing wrong with wife and mother. I've been wife and mother. But I'm saying that when you take on these traditional roles uh, and you still continue to lift that up as some kind of um, 
epitome or the uh, ultimate model of womanhood. That's not true. Every woman cannot do that. Every woman cannot afford to do that. Every woman has not wanted to do that. So you you know you set up the false narrative that this is the way, this is the role that women should play, and you you can have a career, but that's second secondary. You need to have a man covering you. You yeah, can't. That kind you of can't. Bullshit. Yeah, you you're not still the conversations even about in our ecclesia. About women in leadership roles, we got to just let a few in. You can't let them go. The feminization, feminizing of the church and all this old crazy stuff. And this is the thing that gets me too, Dr. Hayes. I use this in my class. I say, you know, um, the greatest number of people who are graduating with undergraduate degrees are black women. All right. Women in general, black women yeah. in particular. The yeah. but But when we think about the leadership, in terms of CEOs, school superintendents, um, presidents of universities, it still is not represented. And that's scary to me. Even if we look at the census data and and the number of uh, women and men in general, and you relate that to, well, who's holding managerial positions? Who's doing this? Who's doing that? It's still the, 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 I think the population is maybe about 20% male. Yet 90% white, white of the male. positions. Yeah. White male. White male. Yet and that's not, by design. That's by design. Right. Right. That has always been the design. That we let a few of the others, in other words, whatever's not a white man, a few of them in to make it look representative, but we maintain control. Mm-hmm. And when it looks like they're losing some of their control, that's when they they tighten the screws. Or they'll go get a buffoon like pull it a, back. Yeah. They'll go get somebody who who says things like CTR to run for a US Senate. Uh, that would be Herschel Walker. Well, that's window dressing. Yeah, I mean, I, that that would be, okay, so that's a black person. That's We're going to give you that. Right. That's not even black. representative we of the black intelligence. In yeah, yeah. yeah. We got people, black people who are holding office, but they really don't have any power. Yeah, we'll put a few y'all in. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they, and here's the real, here's the real truth. They, they give them money. And you know, black people have never had any money. <laughs> and to to get some money, yeah, they'll do whatever you say. Sell your soul for a mess of porridge. Yeah, doctor. Because you know, there are certain people who have just resigned themselves to the fact that that this is a white man's country, and that white man is not going to ever give anybody else any kind of control. And so the best I can do is make all the money I can. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people have done that. Mm -hmm. And that's the problem with with women. Women don't really care that much about money. Isn't that the truth? Women women want power. 
but they don't care that much about money. Money, money is not power. Decision making, creativity, these are the things that give women power. It and really men does. don't have that. They don't have a lot of that. That's what they that's what they bring you in, underlings. They bring underlings in for creativity. <laughs> And for developing <laughs> developing systems and all of those things. And they stay at the top, supposedly pulling all the strings. Right. But all they're doing is controlling people, keeping them in line, and forcing their will upon the whole group of us. It does, Dr. Hayes. And I got a song that I want to play that this is reminding me of our conversation tonight. I don't know if you can hear it or not, but I'm about to play it. This is a man's world. This is a man's world. But it wouldn't be nothing, nothing without a woman or a girl. So don't get it twisted. Say that again. It's been that way. But it don't mean nothing. James Brown said it. It's a man's world, but it don't mean nothing. <laughs> but it's that's what I'm saying. It's never been. It's never been the world it's been without women. Amen. All right, Dr. Hayes, we probably should end. We've been talking for a good 30-some minutes. I hope folks listen to it to the end because this is the best one yet. Come on. Greet the people. Let's say it. All right. Let's let's get in the fight and stay there until the job is done. And on that note... It has been a privilege, a pleasure, and an honor to have you join in with us today. Remember that everything will be all right until we meet again. Stay safe and well.